Hello everyone, Mike Cleveland here again, my wife Jody with me today again. Jody, so glad to be doing another podcast with you. I know, isn't it wonderful? So glad, glad to be able to join together and look into the Word of God and see uh, salvation and the ransom and the redemption of Jesus through the cross. Amen. Mm-hmm. Well, we are once again blessed very much today, aren't we, by having another friend with us who we have today. <laughs> it's our beautiful friend, Kelly. Thank you for being here, Kelly. <laughs> hello, hello. Happy to be here, to be breaking the bread of life and turning our eyes to the cross and just celebrate our Jesus. Amen. Mm-hmm. That's what we're doing. That's exactly what we're doing. Kelly, you know what's interesting is you've come to be with us. You have truly blessed our lives. Um, God has so put the gospel within you that it comes out as a real blessing uh, to us. And we just thank you for coming all the way from Nashville. Um, And so we're looking today at Ephesians chapter 3. And Paul here is going to pray a prayer for the Ephesians. And he starts out in verse 14, when I think of all this. Well, that then reminds us to go look at what he's thinking of. Right. Maybe you could summarize that for us, Jody. What is he thinking of? He's thinking of the gospel, right? Yes. If you just read uh, sometime, go and just read Ephesians 3. And Paul just talks so beautifully about this, how God the Father planned salvation, Christ um, purchased us on the cross. He he finished the work that God gave him to do. And then the Spirit applies this to our hearts and personalizes it for each one of us. And that, Paul thinks about that and he's like, Jesus has done this amazing work. God the Father, God the Son, everybody participated. It's been finished. And I want you to know it. Amen. I want you to experience it. Amen. And that's where he's going with this prayer that he prays. That's a very good summary. <laughs> very good. Uh, and so, when I think of all this, yes. I fall to my knees and pray to the Father, the creator of everything in heaven and on earth. I pray that from his glorious unlimited resources, he will empower you with inner strength through his spirit. Yes. Now, he's wanting God's strength to come to you, but for a purpose. What purpose does God's power come to us? Um, You can see it in verse 17. Kelly, do you want to read that? Yes. It says, Then Christ will make his home in our hearts as you trust in him. Your roots will go down into God's love and keep you strong. Mm. I want God's power to come to you so that you would experience his love. Yes. That you would grow deep into his love. You get the picture of a tree with roots going down deep. And it's not into knowledge. It's not into theology. It's it's into love. Yes. The love of God. And then he prays this amazing prayer. And um, Jody, do you want to read verse uh, 18? Yes. And may you have the power to understand... As all God's people should, I love that part, Mm. how wide, how long, how high, and how deep his love is. Let's notice a couple things. It takes the power of God to experience the love of God. Right. Right? You, You can't just say, God loves me, and you can mentally know that, but unless you experience the power of the Holy Spirit, you won't really... Um, know this love that surpasses knowledge. 
Um, Kelly, think about this for a minute as you think about the love of God and um, how he wants you to know this love. What does it take for you personally to come to know that God really loves you? Well, it takes the Holy Spirit, um, as we've been talking about. And the thing about the Holy Spirit is that he's not just going to take me to um, theology and doctrines and um you know, whatever. He's going to take me to the cross. Yes. Because that is where his love is displayed. And he's going to unpack what I'm saying there. Mm. Unpack this man on this cross. Mm. Um, my sins, my horrible sins laid on him. His mm. body crushed and mutilated. And he did this for me when I was his enemy. When mm. I opposed him and hated him, you know, I did, I may not have verbally said, you know, I hate you, the Lord, because I thought I was, you know, I thought I was serving the mm -hmm. Lord, but um, I was opposed to him, mm. um, you know, to who he was and, and what he said and even what he did, because uh, I wanted to be about me. Yeah. But he came and he didn't make it about him. He made it about me. Mm. And just, you know, you see that in the cross. So the Holy Spirit... Um, helps me to understand the love, the love of God and he, the love of Jesus, and he does it by taking me to the cross. Yes. And I think, and by the way, that's a beautiful answer. Yes. Because nowhere else can anybody experience the love of God. Yes. Right. Nowhere. Uh, it's, God has wrapped up his love in that message of the cross. Yes. Um, but I think that's what his description here is intending to point us to. How wide, Man. how long, how high and how deep his love is. Yes. And so if you were to look at the cross, you would see Jesus' arms spread out wide, right. yeah. receiving people from the east to the west. Right. right. His arms are open to you, and that's the width of the love of God. How long his body was spread from yes. the length of the top of that cross beam to the bottom of it. And his, he was nailed there from the top of his head with crowned with thorns to his feet that were pierced for you. Yes. This is the length of God's love. And then how high, how, how deep his love is. Mm -hmm. He sunk into hell. Yes, yes. right. Went through the grave. Right. Went through hell because he loved you. Yes. Right? Try to, try to wrap your mind around that. Yeah. It's just beyond comprehension. Yeah. But this is why Paul prays that we would understand it more. Mm -hmm. This is what we need to go deep into. If we could grasp even a millionth of this amazing love, yes. of this love that did for us what we could not do for ourselves. Oh, Jesus. Yes. It definitely touches me when you, know, you think that he went as far Right. As far as hell. Because I remember, if there's anything in the world that terrified me the most, it was going to hell. Mm. And, but then, to, to you know, when when I saw Jesus and I saw that not only did he pay, he, he carried my sin, but he paid the penalty by going down to that place. Right. That, that was just so fearful and just unimaginable. But he did that, and just to, and that the first thing I thought is an unimaginable love mm -hmm. that he would do this unimaginable thing to, to, to endure such a horrific thing for me. Right. Yeah. Even as you think about it now, I see you tearing up, <laughs> and 
and, and just experiencing once again his love. Right. And, that, and so, Kelly, this is why the cross is not only for that. One time years ago, yes. when we put our faith in what he did for us, it daily, daily. is to love our hearts. Yes. And we begin to live differently as daily we experience this love that he's talking about. Right. Um, Jody, it's not just that we are to know his love. What does verse 19 say? May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. Amen. So this experience and this word is the same word uh, as in the Old Testament where Adam knew Eve and they had a child, mm-hmm. right? It's this intimate genosco knowledge, this intimate union with God. And the way that we experience it or become one with it is by looking at the cross. Yeah. Kelly described it well as seeing Jesus go down for her to raise her up. Yes. And this is the extent of his love. Right. And our ministry is about wanting people to experience yes. the love of God. Because once you experience that, no longer does sin have its grip on you. Yes. Right. Right? Somehow that cross has slammed down right into the middle of my sin and just plucked me out. Yes. Like and that. not just sin, but depression, yes. anxiety, yes. fear. fear. Yes. Uh, perfect loneliness. love casts yes. out. All yes, loneliness. Perfect right. love yes. casts out fear, right? And where do we find perfect love? How do we know what love is? Jesus Christ laid down his life for us. That's what First John 3, 16 tells us. So yes, loneliness. How do we have that ultimate need met? We see Same. our eternal spouse, our Savior, dying for us, loving us, yes. filling us up, and knowing that we're not alone. We're not. All of these things are displaced by the love of yes. Jesus poured out on Calvary. Yes. Amen. Um, Kelly, you picked up on that word loneliness. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are a single lady. Yes. Um, you don't have the comforts of a marriage. You probably could speak to loneliness. And I, I saw you, as, as Jody said mm-hmm. that word, you, you came up with it right away. Just tell me for a minute and speak to the people who might be experiencing that gnawing loneliness. And, and how do we address that? Well, I, I really like um, this verse in, in 19 and where it says, um, then you will make complete with all the fullness mm-hmm. of life and power that comes from God. Yes. Because um, yeah. that loneliness that, you know, that um, a person may struggle, even sometimes I struggle with, um, it's because it's, it's, it's that desiring that connection, that um, intimacy, um, having whatever emptiness that may be there, um, having that filled up mm-hmm. with the love of Christ. Amen. And it's so easy to look for that in a person. Mm-hmm. Um, and because, you know, we, you know, when you struggle with that loneliness, you feel like, you know, there's something missing, you know, you're not complete. So you think you need to find that in another person. Well, and the ironic thing that you do find it in the person, mm-hmm. but it's the person of Jesus Christ. Yes. So that was really um, impacting for me. Um, to know that he can feel me, mm-hmm. you know, you know, he can give me that intimacy that 
you know, that I'm lo- longing for. And he does that by giving me himself. Right. I, I love how you took us to that completeness that's in Christ. Yes. Because I look at you, and I'm sure Jody does as well, and we see a complete and whole person. Right. Um, Beautiful. And it's there's only one reason. It's because you are overflowing with the love that God has given you. And it makes you complete. Yes. Mm. It makes you whole. Yes. You don't feel like, oh, I'm half empty. Yes. Right. Right? You feel like, like David, my cup overflows. Overflows. Yeah. Drinking yeah. off the saucer. <laughs> you know? Oh, we're so thankful. <laughs> you know, and I, I love that you said that um, sometimes people think they can find in a person. I think that there are married people out there who are just as lonely, um, who have tried maybe in marriage to mm-hmm. meet that need and found out, oh, that actually didn't work. That person doesn't fill me up. And it, that is intentional. Yes. God intentionally will not allow you to be filled up by a thing, by an activity, by a person, by anything. Anything. Right? It is that, that feeling, that completeness can only come through Christ. And he'll strip away everything. That mm-hmm. you try to grasp in love, yes. not in meanness, but mm-hmm. in so much love. Yes. And mm-hmm. say, okay, where do I find my source of completeness? I've only, I've only got up to look. I'm at the bottom, right? Yes. So I looked and I see my Savior pouring out his love for me. Oh, mm-hmm. the healing by his wounds we are healed, right? There's yes. just so much beauty that flows to us from the cross. And oh, you know, that's what we're all about, right? We want everyone to know yes. this wonderful Savior. Yes. Yeah, and not just for salvation, but for every, every day. day in every way. Yeah. yeah. That's beautiful. Right? I, I love to hear you ladies talk. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, what am I doing here? You guys, I no, love to hear You're leading. We love it. Um, and uh, so let's think for a minute because God has given us illustration after illustration of every truth in the New Testament. So what the truth we've seen today is he wants you to experience his love. Yes. We've said that that only happens as you look at the cross of Christ. So let's look at an illustration together. Actually, Kelly brought this up. Right. So let's just look at this together in Exodus 21. And here's a perfect picture of what we just studied about in Ephesians 3. So this is a story, this is a, a, a regulation under the law about slaves. And it says, if you buy a Hebrew slave, he may serve for no more than six years. God doesn't want his people enslaved forever, no. right? There's a temper. If you came into hard situations, you could hire yourself out, but it's not... It ruins the picture if you're a slave forever. Right. Right? So six years max yeah. uh, is how long you could be uh, a slave and then set him free in the seventh year. And he will owe you nothing right. for his freedom. His freedom at no cost to him. Yes. Right? Isn't that a beautiful picture of the gospel of Jesus Christ? Your freedom cost you nothing, mm-hmm. cost Jesus everything. everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and verse 3, Kelly, you want to read that? Um, yes, it says, if he comes alone, he is to go free alone. But if he has a wife, then he com- when he comes, she is to go with him. Okay, and verse 4, uh, Jody. If his master gives him a wife and she bears him sons or daughters, the wife and her children shall be her masters and he shall go out alone. 
Okay. But the slave may declare, I love my master, my wife and my children. I don't want to go free. So the regulation was that he could go free at the end of the six-year period, but he didn't have to. If he was start, let's say, picture it, he started to go free, but he's got a wife and a kid, and he's got a family and a master. And he says, oh, my heart, I want to be with them. My heart loves them. What must he do then in that case? And you can see that in verse 6. Then his master shall uh, bring him to God, and he shall bring him to the door or the doorpost, and his master shall bore his ear through with an awl, and he shall be his slave forever. Okay. So think about this for a minute, that the slave could go free, but if he loved his family and didn't want to go free, something had to happen to him. Out of the love in his heart, he had to go to the wood and be pierced through yes. and permanently marked and scarred for life. He had to shed blood out of his love for his people. Kelly, what does that do to you as you think about that? And it, it just draws my mind to the cross of Christ mm-hmm. and because we see that in his pierced hands, his pierced feet, his side that was tore open, um, the um, punctures that was in his head from um, from the thorns, and where he just you know he bled, you know he his his love was shown and what he was willing to do yeah. and how to what extremes he was willing to go to the point of shedding his own blood, and it's just amazing that you know he he saw me as his wife. Yes. Whom yes. he loved, who he didn't want to spare his own self. <laughs> right. Um, he, did, you know, he didn't want to spare himself, you know, save himself from all of this because it meant not being with me. And that's important for me, especially as a single woman. I'm, I, I know this is not about singles, but <laughs> no, I have to relate right everything on. as a single woman. Right that's important to me because... Um, it helps me to establish my identity. I, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't always like to see myself. Oh, I'm single. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, in one aspect, yes, but in a, in another aspect, um, I am married. You That's are. Right. I'm married to Christ. Amen. And He um, purchased me and Amen. bought me. Yes. And I go to the cross and He washes me over and over again. Right. He clothes me. You know, everything that a husband would do. Yes. He does for me. Yes. Thank beautiful. you, Jesus. Amen. That's beautiful. Right. You might think about, you know, somebody seeing this bond slave, this is the official terminology for it, seeing this bond slave, maybe a child saying, hey, what's wrong with his ear? It looks like he's got a big hole in it. Right. What happened there? And somebody might tell him, oh, yes, that man loved his family so much that God put a rule, if you love that much, well, you have to go and publicly identify yourself as belonging to that person by getting pierced. Right. And, and, the, and the child might go, you mean he loved so much that he was pierced right. through? Yes. That he now bears in his body the marks of his love? Yes. Right. Wow. That's, that's love. Right. And as we look at the cross of Christ, how do you understand the marks in his body that he still bears today? Because in heaven it says, 
look, the lion of the tribe of Judah. And I turned and looked and I saw a lamb as though it had been slain. Yes, right. He bears yes. in his own body the marks of his love yes. today. And this is what Paul is praying that you would understand and yes. experience this love of Jesus that took him to the wood right. out of love for his wife. Yes. Yes. And took him to the wood to be pierced and run through, not with an awl, but with nails yes. and a spear, spear and, thorns. and thorns. Yes. This is love that goes beyond <laughs> comprehending. <laughs> it does. You just have to you just have to experience it. Yes. You do. You do. You have to. And it's, it's, you know, you can share it with people, you know, and you hope that the Holy Spirit opens their hearts so where it's just not something that they know about mm -hmm. but you want them to to know it in their heart yeah. and just to be so compelling that it, it compels them to the cross yes. um, it compels them away from whatever it is that they're trying to find that fullness in yes. that it, that love just draws them to Christ who is there you know with everything that they're looking for everything that they need is is right there that completeness is just right there waiting for you yeah you're inviting people to come yes right Come and sit with us at the foot of the cross and behold the love of Jesus. Behold Jesus pouring out his love into your heart through his spirit and applying it to your life. That's what we're inviting people to do because as you do that, as we come together and we wash at the cross, we will walk with the spirit. We will walk by the spirit. And as we do that, our flesh, it, it loses um, it's power, it, yes. it, the, the things that it grasps for and longs for and demands like little toddler, you know, I want whatever it is, that diminishes as we sit at the cross, yes. right? Yes. We want everyone to know this beautiful love and yes, the freedom amen. that it brings, right? Yes. How do you think this wife would have felt years afterward as she once again catches a glimpse of the hole in his ear? Right. How do you think she she would be reminded once again, oh yeah, he loved me. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. We have we have far more than a hole in the ear. Right. We've yes. got wounds that plead for us, right? Not just a wound, but wounds, plural. Yeah. yeah. It's beautiful. And I you know, as she was as Kelly was talking about um the the servant and thinking about Jesus and how it led her to the cross and and I was thinking, you know, the, the bond servant, he was allowed to go free, but alone. Yes. Right? And it was reminded me of when Jesus said, unless a kernel of wheat falls into the ground and dies, you know, it remains alone. It does not multiply unless it falls into the ground and dies. And he was speaking about his death. And that is so, I think, grasping this um, understanding that the cross is important and significant. Whatever it is that you want more of in your Christian life yes. or in life in general, if you're not a believer yet, if you want to know what Christianity is about, the cross defines it for yes. you. That's where we should be focused because as we focus on the cross, all these other things get added to us. Whatever it is that you need or want to know or understand, it will come to you through the cross. Yes. Yeah. yeah. 
before we before we close, and I'm going to ask Kelly mm-hmm. to pray for someone listening who wants this kind of love, yes. who needs this sort of fullness, completion, wholeness. But before we do, Kelly, I want to read the lyrics of this song real quickly. Arise, my soul, arise. He comes to one verse that says, Five bleeding wounds he bears, received on Calvary. They pour effectual prayers. They strongly plead for me. Forgive him. Oh, forgive, they cry. Forgive him. Oh, forgive, they cry. Don't let that ransom sinner die. Yeah. This is the blood of Jesus that pleads for us. Yes. That pleads for our forgiveness. Don't look at your sin and say how great that is, how horrible that is. Look at the blood of Jesus. Yes. The wounds of Jesus have more than paid, have overpaid, have double paid for that sin Mm -hmm. so that your sin is atoned for. Mm -hmm. It's covered and buried. It's sunk into hell, never to be seen again. (laughs) And you're free from it. (laughs) Right. This is the good news that we celebrate that never gets old, that always refreshes and and renews our hearts. Yes. 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 Ladies, thank you so much for joining me today. And let's close. And Kelly, if you would, pray for someone who wants what you described that you have. And not quite sure where to get it or what to do. Mm-hmm. Let's pray for them, will you? Heavenly Father, I just pray for whoever is listening. Um, whether it's a single man, single woman, or even a ma- married man or woman, Lord, that's looking for that fullness, that completeness um, that they're so desiring and so longing for. Mm. I pray that that you help them to understand, Lord, that it's not in depending on man, even if that man is themselves, mm-hmm. but it's turning away from yourself. But you have to turn to something. Mm-hmm. I pray, Lord, that you draw them to turn to the cross of Jesus yes. and that they embrace what he demonstrated there, mm-hmm. which was his love. That's proof. That's the proof they need in every in every moment of doubt, every moment of fear, um, every moment of loneliness, whatever it is, yes. I pray that you draw them to the cross and, and that they embrace his love that is pouring out from every wound, um, every piercing, and it's pouring out for them, yes. showing them and saying to them, I love you. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I accept you. I'm, I'm here because I want you to know how much I love you and I desire you. And, and I want you to know that you are my bride mm-hmm. and I'm your husband and I'm showing you how much that I want you to be in union with me mm-hmm. in connection with me, Lord. I just pray, Lord, that you just just turn their eyes, their thoughts, their imaginations from whatever it is that's distracting them, mm-hmm. um, whatever that's drawing them away from um, from you to themselves or whatever. I just pray that you just draw them. You said that if you're lifted up. So I just pray that you lift up the cross mm-hmm. right before their eyes yes. and that they see, they see, they see how much you love them mm-hmm. and, and the way that you died for them. And not an easy death, mm-hmm. a horrible, painful death, but it was worth it, Lord. You, 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 you said it was worth it mm. because you wanted us to be 
delivered and saved from all those things, Lord, that keep us from experiencing the fullness and the completeness that we can have in you. Mm -hmm. Yes. In your name I pray. Amen. Amen. Yes, Jesus. Amen.